We're going. All right. Oh, we are. Sorry, I was looking away. <laughs> that was some great intro. It's like I was like, I have a great intro, and then and then proceeded to stare into space uh, for a good forty-five seconds. <laughs> Jason, that is and that is the record. type of introductory riffing that our listeners right. have come to respect yeah. and depend on us right. for. Welcome right. everybody mm-hmm. to Underworld News tonight. Yep, welcome. Thanks for uh, uh, unless Jason wants. Jason, do you want another a mulligan on that intro riff? Actually, I I, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, just okay. take that take that quiet time to yourself. You you've probably you probably you know had what, a rough. Spend you, it. You are, can, you, can you I just say it? it? Can I just say it? Spend it with your fucking families. Spend it with your family. Unless you don't want to, then don't. Yeah, well, I mean, unless your your kids suck. Like, let's be honest, you know, like mm-hmm. so, sometimes like you do pop out a stinker. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I can I start us with a hot take? Maybe I think that this, this <laughs> is for our uh, this is for our listeners with scrotes. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. 24 hours before you conceive. Mm hmm. Pop one out. Just you, uh, just imagine there's a stinker in there. Just pop that one out. Oh, like a. What like a practice or you, you get all the gunk Not, out? Just get all the devils out. Get get the fucking Hitlers out of there. Oh wow, this is sort of a hot take. About uh, not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where you learned uh, about reproductive health. Uh, <laughs> me, the the, the New Jersey State the... Educational System. Okay, well, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, not sure that's uh uh as maybe science based um as uh as it should be um but anyway we're not here to talk about reproductive health uh no we're here to talk about only tangentially science. right yeah uh now jason i i do feel bad i feel like i uh interrupted you uh last week when i asked you to explain the show in front of our guests and i do i would hate to you know this week where <laughs> it's just you and me right. it's just you and me it's intimate again mm-hmm. um you know yeah uh, I no, think it's been Scott, it's, Natalie, the Dylan mm-hmm. Street boys were great, but I think it's time for you yep. and me, Jason, to get a little cozier. Yeah. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. if you could whisper, uh, you know, just you, me, and our. Mm-hmm. I think you know. I I think I don't need to look up the number. I think let me check right now. I'm gonna. I want to be accurate. Eleven point <laughs> four million. Eleven point four million listeners. I think is that right? Uh, wow. Yeah. No, I think. Um... I think that was the last what Nielsen writing? I don't know their their podcast. Is there a company that does? Yeah, podcasts? it's uh, the the the, uh, the pod the potties. The the potties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, we we have a very good potty rating. <laughs> oh man! Uh, if yeah, there's well, one thing I know, it's it's potties. <laughs> anyway, this is an intimate experience. So, Jason, I want to give you right. your space. Okay. Can you please explain what this show is and what it's about and who we are? We are Jason Strong and Andrew All right, wait, wait, sorry, 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 Jason, 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 Jason. I forgot to tell these people our merch is out by the time that this episode is up and you are listening to it. We have a sweatshirt, mm-hmm. a water bottle, a t-shirt, a hat. Is that mm-hmm. it? Did I forget something? Sweatshirt, water bottle, t-shirt, hat. The the uh, butt plug fall through. Uh, the butt plug. Uh, did uh, fall metaphorically, through. okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, metaphorically and literally. Um, oh. 
Yeah, you know, I I think for me it was at the end of the yeah no I, I never mind I had, I had a joke that I'm not going to make about our merch uh, because our merch is actually very good quality. Uh, you know, it, it, you know we we've looked we've looked you know I I've I've looked into this and I, I it does seem like we're proud of what we're offering so this is going to be available and I buy you could check it out on our social media or at underworldnewstonight.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, guys, I know that there was a bit of a you know it was we were a bit of a tease with the hat. Uh, you yeah. know, I I do yeah. assure you the technical difficulties were legitimate they were more complicated mm-hmm. than i don't think they were necessarily more complicated i think just jason and i mm-hmm. are both new at this uh i'm not new at making promises but i'm new on delivering on them uh so right. i apologize yeah. for that but yeah. uh you know mm-hmm. the stuff is out now and because there was a delay we're going to extend it by two more weeks that if you share the show uh you can get a free hat just make sure that you tag us or email us a screenshot mm-hmm. at underworldnewstonight at gmail.com just something that we can see that you did it really right. mm-hmm. um on right. whatever your social media is of choice. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah sorry, you. Jason. Jason, I, f- I forgot what we were talking about. This is Underworld News Tonight. Uh, I'm Andrew Michaels, uh, man of the people. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. here, of course, with Jason Strong. As of today, a man with a better human rights ne- record than the state of Nebraska. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> or or I feel like maybe that's probably a low bar to clear. I I. Hesitant to ask why today, but you know what? I'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> we, we have, you, you know, the chart we have in the studio in the definitely real underworld news tonight studio. That's not both of our houses and a metaphorical service. I pay $20 a month for. Right. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? That, uh, that chart I've been seeing in the break room. Yeah. The, uh, the days without hum- a human rights violation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're I, at. I, I, I'm, if what? you, we're we're at nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. We would be at fourteen if you didn't waterboard that guy at the Taco Bell. Well. Especially yeah. because you were wrong about what a chalupa is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm still kind of unclear about what a chalupa is, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, they they taste good. I. <laughs> have you have you had a, have you had a lupa? Uh, actually, yeah. Picture it, but more okay. cha. To cha, yep. Okay, okay. All right, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you guys were, were listening for the best joke of all time, it just happened. You can turn off the show. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. that, the store, the thing we just talked about, is a good segue because I think Jason, you're opening up us mm-hmm. up on a bit of a fast food <clears throat> story. Is that right? I am. Um, with a little bit of um, a bit, a little bit of uh, 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 sexy uh, international intrigue. Ooh, boy, sexy and international. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's our source for this one? Uh, it is the uh, New Zealand Herald, nzherald.co.nz. Dot nz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, what, where's Old Zealand? Oh. Do we know where Old Zealand is? I've never heard anything about We're, Old Zealand. I at least know about Old York. I know about Old Brunswick. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Old Jersey. Old Jersey is actually a tax dodge island, which is not a joke. Um, uh-huh. I, I do not know a fucking thing about Old Zealand. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And it, it, it was really incredible, the foresight that the folks naming these towns had that they added old like yeah, old york you know in anticipation of 
what, 700 years later, they're being a New York. They they had to clarify. They they had to to clarify, too, because they were like, you know, New York is going to be more notable. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's cool shit in Old York, too. Yeah. They have a pirate museum. Really? That that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, at least I've, I've heard that. I looked into oh. like places to go in England when I was there. Uh, I visited mm-hmm. I visited the UK a few times, and mm-hmm. I was looking at places to go. And I looked at York, and uh, it's not for any of our York listeners. I'm not going to say the consensus was don't go there. Okay. But the consensus was maybe it wasn't the top choice. Okay. Sure. Now that's good to know. For New York, some reason, people yeah. prefer Bath. Hmm. So, uh, if if I were to uh, decide I want a vacation in a York this year, you're recommending New York versus? Uh, I, I, versus I think I would York. recommend New York because you can okay. stay with my grandpa Steve, listener oh. of the show. Yeah, uh, the only grandparent who listens to the show. I don't think Grandma Mary can hang. Uh, no. And uh, yeah, he could show you how to make a good old fashioned New York egg cream. Man. All right, we'll talk more about this after the show, but uh, yeah, yeah, sign me yeah, up. Uh, the, the, the separate egg cream process podcast hasn't started yet. Sorry, Jason, tell me this is from New Zealand, New Zealand Herald. New Fast Zealand Herald. story, sexy international intrigue. I'm yes. curious. Headline Australian man escapes jail for exposing his penis at Hungry Jack's after Super Viagra orgy. Super Viagra. So I have a few questions. First uh, off, as do I. Yes, there, there's a lot in that headline, but right, uh, please uh, let's let's drill down. F- all right. So, uh, and, and uh, what the fuck is a hungry jacks? A hungry jacks, uh, as near as I can determine, is the Australian version of Burger King. Uh, wow, the logo, something. Yeah, the logo uh, looks the same. You know, the red sign with the. Yellow yeah, buns, but but it says Hungry Jacks instead of BK. Huh. Uh, according to the website, they they're the home of Australia's home of the Whopper. Uh, so yeah. they, is Hungry Jack like a guy instead of the Burger King? I think the Burger King oh, they never fleshed out as a mascot. The the, the Burger no, King really is defined yeah. by his lack of personality, and that's the problem. Uh, but that is something, though, because right, you know, right? And his and his sort of creepy off puttingness. I feel like yeah. that's kind of nodded at in the commercials. Um, no, maybe you're right. Hungry Jacks, like, you know, Australia, maybe maybe they're even less fans of monarchy than we are in the United States. Isn't that something, though? You know, right. one day you're a king, and the next you're a Hungry Jack like hungry the rest Jack. of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like me and Jason. Yep. Real Hungry Jack. I don't feel bad for Hungry Jack, though, because he's in a restaurant. Well, Yeah. Yeah, presumably he owns hundreds, if he not could, thousands, he, he, of restaurants. He could be full Jack whenever he wants. Right. Maybe it says something about the quality of the food there. Yeah, that, this that, is not that, a good that, advertisement. Right. That that he owns a chain of uh, restaurants, but is still hungry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that that's the problem. That's the problem that uh, Subway has too. People say the problem is that there's their bread is made out mm-hmm. of yoga mat chemicals, and that their tuna uh-huh. is technically fucking, uh, you know, a, a fish that uh, hasn't that was was eradicated in the Soviet Union in 1932. But no, the right. problem uh-huh. with Subway 
is that their food is so bad that it made their mascot a pedophile. Wow. That is a hot take. You think it so was anyway. so that you're saying Subway. <laughs> the, you're saying that uh sandwiches are 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 uh maybe a catalyst for uh pedophilia. I uh, I'm claiming gestures privilege that we can't be sued for this. <laughs> Parody, non-actionable. I right. think that if he ate at Quiz I think that if he went to Quiznos, things would have turned out very differently. I think no, I no argument from me on that on that uh, account. Um, I always preferred Quiznos. Anyway, sorry. Um, second too. question: yeah. What yes. the fuck is Super Viagra? I am so glad you asked, Andrew. Uh, this um, so the dude uh, dude in question. His name's uh, David Richardson, uh, a farrier from Humpty Doo. I'm sorry. Third question: What the fuck yes. is a farrier? Uh. Couldn't tell you. Oh, do, do they put do they put shoes on horses? How is that still a job? Well, he's, I feel like he you have was, to do other shit. You have to be like a horse professional who it, it, your job includes the shoes now. But he lives in he lives in somewhere called fucking Humpty Doo. Oh, he could he could be his job title could be wizard. And if okay, he came if from you live Humpty somewhere Doo, remote, if you live somewhere remote, that's all the more reason for people to have fucking cars, Jason. I, yeah. All right. Now I'm going to. Sorry. I understand. I may be coming off a bit aggressive right now. No, no. Of course. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know you're real sensitive about uh, ferrying. Farriers. I, I just want to know what they do. Should I be a farrier? Is it easy? Is it hard? Yes. A farrier, uh, Wikipedia now. So, second source for this story. That's got to be some kind of record. Uh, farrier is a specialist in equine, equine hoof care. Are you uh, fucking kidding me? No. It, it combines some of blacksmith skills, uh, some of veterinarian skills uh, to care for uh, horses' feet. All right. All right. Hold on. Can, can, Jason, I'll edit this yeah. out if not. Can we consult a veterinarian, a.k.a. your wife, not now, about how the fuck this job still exists? Yeah. Um, I could ask her right now, or do you want... Yeah. We could do it in a, like... As a future. <laughs> you can ask her now. Okay. So Jason's wife's a veterinarian. He's going to ask her how the fuck there's still a, somebody whose full-time job is being a f- horseshoe guy. Uh, just again, so our listeners know. Again, he lives in Humpty Doo, Australia. Humpty Doo. So I, I, would, I would believe anything. But no, my counter argument like, is like you need a fucking car to live in the middle of nowhere. And you don't want it to take 9,000 days to get to Sydney. Right, but presumably he's not. There's other people there. He's just not the car guy. He's the horse guy. Sure, but like, <sighs> I, oh my god, you know, people fucking say that us fucking, uh, you know, I, I'm from New. I, I, people say that us fucking liberal soy boy mm-hmm. podcast or whatever the fucks. Mm-hmm. Don't have real jobs. Yeah, I sure do say that. Yeah. How are you making a full time living as a farrier, as a horseshoe man? How often do horses change their shoes? I don't. I I don't know. 
That's a good question. I guess after I've pissed off the windchill community so bad, <laughs> I don't necessarily. Now, now we're going to alienate horse horse people. Yeah, we do want to thank our farrier listeners. Yes. Uh, if you are uh-huh. a farrier, email us about like how much. I'm looking up the median farrier salary right now. Right for oh Australia, yeah. In Australia, yeah. All right, let me see. Median farrier salary. I feel like Australia. Like, uh, I think I think in some places, even in uh, uh, hold on, I think I'm they told... make more money than I do. Uh, so, I, I thank you. I'm told. Uh, um, I've been been told that uh, horses change their shoes every six to twelve weeks. Every six so to twelve often. weeks from their feet. From their feet, excuse me. How long does it take to change a horse's shoe? Uh, well, seven eight hours. I don't know. Um, per no, hoof, I, I, hoof? no. I I feel like like um, if you're good, they do it pretty quick. That I have seen. Okay, like, yeah, like sure. They'll, so, like, they'll so, so here's what right, I'm saying. Because horses aren't thrilled about doing it, so you don't want to make it take forever. So four feet every six to 12 weeks. If you have, let's say, 12,000 people in Humpty Doo, and you are the Humpty Doo farrier, and let's say 4,000 of those people have horses, if that's a horse per three people, which seems like more than a horse per household in a small town where you're likely to have many multiple child households, right? Uh Uh-huh. we're great at math here. So let's say that's per 3000 pe- So that's, let's say you had then have 3000 horses every mm-hmm. six to 12 weeks. So that's 52 weeks. Each of them are changing about, let's say five times a year. If we're going to average it out at like 10 weeks, right? Does that seem to seem about right? So you're changing yeah. uh, 60,000 hooves a year. If you can do that in 20 minutes. So that's mm-hmm. 60,000 times 0.3. That's 20,000 hours. So then 20,000 divided by 24. I know it is still working 833 days a year. So no, it is hard. I, uh, I, how long does it take? But it's, it's quicker than 20 minutes, right? I, yes, I think so. But also um, your estimate of 12,000 people is way off. There's Are actually uh, 4,300. Okay, 4,300. So let's Humpty say there Doom. are 1,000 horses. There are 4,000 hooves that you're changing. Uh, and actually, I was saying 20 minutes per hoof and not 20 minutes per horse, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. So like, so like, let's say you have four, you have four, you said 4,300, 1,000 mm-hmm. horses. Uh, you are changing 4,000 hooves. It takes sure. you two minutes a hoof. That's eight minutes a horse. Uh-huh. So 1,000 okay. horses, eight minutes... 10 times a year or five times a year. So that's 40,000 minutes a year. Okay. Divided by 60, 666 hours divided by 24. You are working 27 days a year, or I guess, I guess no, that's 27 full days. Let's divide that by three. No, let's multiply that by three. Sorry. Right. I mean, now I'm kind of sold. You're working. You're working 83 days a year as a farrier. Um, yeah, it does say again. Uh, Wikipedia here. Uh, 
It's the town is a popular stopping point for tourists traveling between Darwin uh, and uh, Kakadu National Park. Has many attractions oh, of its own. Main injuries, uh, injuries. Main industries are agriculture and tourism. So it sort of tracks that there might be more horses there than. All average. right, sure. You know what? I, I constructive criticism for our farrier recent listeners. Roll up your sleeves, become a man, and start a podcast. Well, I don't know. It sounds like this guy might might be doing okay. Um, All right, so go on. It, yeah, so so sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 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 go, so th- th- this didn't answer the question of what Super Viagra is. Right. Um, yes. So he he had taken a substance, uh, according to his lawyer. Uh, Peter Maley, according to uh, his lawyer, he had taken a substance known as Pitbull Super, which Pit is quote Super. It is quote a Super Viagra. Uh, the substance, the article goes on to say, uh, contains multiple erectile dysfunction medicines and promises on the packet to quote give a man an erection that lasts for days. So. You don't what, wait. So now I have a question. For days? I <laughs> yes. don't want it. All no. right, listen. No, I cannot think of. I can think of vanishingly few times in my life where having an erection for days uh, was something that, like, something I would have sought out or something that would have been at all helpful or desirable. Yeah, it, it, that that that's that's something you're gonna regret eight minutes into the first day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man. Uh, um, yeah. You know, it's like I I faked sick to get home from school as a kid before I get it, but like, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yes. So, uh, he took, uh, he took the pit bull, super pit bull. Um, enjoyed it. Can I ask, by the way, uh, yeah, please. Just to clarify, is this sponsored by Mr. Worldwide himself? Uh, n- no, it's just a, uh, it, it, the, uh, article actually has, uh, an image of the packaging and we'll post this on our uh, social medias. Uh, yeah, it just says long lasting, no headache, 62,000 milligrams, hundred <laughs> percent, genuine natural formula lasts for days. So can you, can, can we ask a follow up question here of that? What? What that wife is, are, are pit bulls like particularly known for their erections? No, I okay. can answer that. Yeah, uh, right. no more than I guess, no more than, um, no more than uh, any of your um, sort of rat, your rat terrier dogs. Yeah, because I, I got a German Shepherd, and he's neutered. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. seen him get an erection once when I gave him a slider. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, it really speaks to my cooking ability. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, after enjoying his time with, quote, a number of young ladies, uh, Mr. Richard- Richardson, uh, who was completely rigid, remained completely r- rigid. And it says that the article says when his penis began to split, quote, he started to panic. Okay, um, so two, uh, so two follow-up questions. Right. Uh, number one, did he enjoy his time with these young ladies in the Hungry Jacks? No. Okay, so uh, this was it's, at... It's, uh, it's, 
it's pretty obvious from context clues that he was in a different location. In a, in a, uh, in, as Australians call it, in a bungalow. Yeah, uh, quite possibly. I, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think we have any Australian listeners. If we do, uh, let us know if that would be a good place to have an orgy. Uh, have you fucked in a bungalow? Uh, I'm going to make that the po- the question of the week, and of course, we're going to have the poll on Spotify for your favorite story. So vote in both of those. All right. Uh, yeah. The uh, second question is: So you said his penis started to split? Yes. Like, uh, I guess I guess I know the answer. Like in half at the at the at the eye of the cyclops. I'm going to guess again, just context clues from the article uh, that since. When his penis began to split, he decided to go to Hungry Jack's. That maybe they meant just like the skin. Where, how are they going to fucking help you? How are they going to well, help you? This isn't. It's he's not a Burger King. He doesn't have a royal physician here. Yeah. Right. No. I. I think. I think it was just sort of a mild, like, like maybe skinly, you know, irritation. Uh, and then he thought, well. You know, I'm hungry. This isn't working. You know, I've had my so, enjoyed my days long erection. I, I will say one thing about this. And this is mm. absolutely true. I Only one bad, thing. I, I picked a bad day <laughs> to eat a Twizzlers pull and peel for the first time in probably 20 years before recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, oh, so anyway, uh, Mr. Richardson, um, g- his his genitals being too sensitive to uh, wear clothes, he just put a put a towel over his lap and went through the drive through of the Hungry Jacks, quote, the home of the Whopper across the ditch. So I guess in Australia, the Pacific Ocean is the ditch. There's is it is it a ditch if there's water in? I feel like once there's water, it is an ocean. I mean, given that this is Australia, they can. I, I would like all bets are off as far as like naming conventions. It, you, it you know what? Be, you know, it's you, just you, whatever. Yeah, I, I think the thing to keep in mind here is we're judging his decision making, right? Mm-hmm. But it is Australia, so when you take Viagra that lasts for days, the blood does all rush to your head. Yeah. Get it because they're upside down. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. What? Because <laughs> because they're upside down because the world. So so that's that that oh. sometimes a joke is so good. No, that I you're need right. To explain it. That's when I know I've made a good joke that I should wor- no, try and yeah. stand up. Is no, uh... was... no, that was on me because I was um, I sort of tuned out for a second. That's true. That that's a, <laughs> it's a good reflex to give me as a comedian. Always blame the audience. Uh huh. You're, the problem, I think, with you not getting that joke, Jason, is that you're too woke. I think that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a real SJW. Uh, do people still use that yeah. term? I don't know. Nazi <laughs> listeners, don't. do you still call people <laughs> right. SJW? Email all, us at underworldnewstonight right. at gmail.com. All, all right. Line, go ahead and write you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go ahead and send us a message. Exactly. Um, Here's my address. Send me a letter. Uh, the uh, the problem being, uh, through while he was at the drive through of Hungry Jacks, uh, again, home of the Whopper across the ditch. Okay. Uh, Thanks for clarifying. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
they his, call uh, it the Whopper, or is it? Is it? So do they call it the Whopper there? Or is it called yeah. the Whopper across the ditch? Like you have to cross a oh. ditch to get the Whopper? You know, I don't know. I maybe you're right. I, I assumed it was like a Whopper across the like home of the Whopper, like the the Whopper that any of us could get today for whatever course. reason. We, we uh, could buy but, a Whopper right now. Right. Um, but across the ditch, uh, the Pacific. But because yeah, if, if you're there, it's not across the ditch. If you're there, it's just the no, Whopper. No. If you're there, oh, Burger right. King's the home of the Whopper across the ditch. Right, but maybe maybe Hungry Jack's isn't the home of the Whopper in Australia. Like Burger King is the home of the Whopper here. Maybe in Australia, Hungry Jack's is home of something entirely different. But they say it's the home of the Whopper across the ditch. You so know what, what I'm wondering is that do they call it the Whopper across the ditch in Australia? Because that makes no fucking sense because you're not across the ditch because position is relative. Right. Uh, their branding is right. fucked. No, That's all I'm saying. Yes. This is why people no, are going in with yeah. their splitting fucking pull and peel dicks They're, after absolutely. these goddamn orgies not trying to be class crass yeah. here. Uh... Yeah, I'm I'm oh on the uh, I'm on the Hungry Jack's website right now. I'm gonna go ahead and order delivery. All right, can you order some me some Super Viagra, some Pitbull XL, some Pitbull? Is that XL. what it's called? Is that what it called? Pitbull XL? Uh, Super Pitbull. Super Pitbull, great. Uh, oh, controversial oh. entry in the Super Mario series, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that didn't go over. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, to answer your question that I'm pretty sure you asked, but I don't. <laughs> uh, Hungry Jack serves the Aussie Whopper among some variations, such as the Tropical Whopper. Uh, and uh, OK, yeah, yeah. So they have the Aussie Whopper and the Tropical Whopper. OK, so I think that's better. I think that's better. Okay, so calling it the home of the Whopper across the ditch, I guess they were targeting American readers who they know are interested in this sort of thing, which fair enough, because you and I, the ultimate Americans, kind of, you know, I think that if we were to compare ourselves, I think you're more the Hulk Hogan to my macho man Randy Savage. Is that fair to shit say? Because I'm Jutalian. No, no. Yeah, not, no. I'll I'll be uh, Hulk Hogan. No. How about, um, well, he's dead now. Yeah, Hulk Hogan is is really racist. No, no, no. Well, well, presumably, well, Macho is also dead. I'm saying we're not dead, so that is a difference. I was going to say uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, yeah, I, yeah I, you're, de- you're definitely. Yeah, you're de- I think Rowdy Roddy is Piper's good for you. I love Rowdy Roddy yeah. Piper. I did too. Uh, and I, I did Macho too. Man, I, I, you know, every. This is true. Since Brilliant I got back actor. into pro wrestling, this, since uh-huh. I got back into pro wrestling, every week before we record, I watch the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage Cream of the Crop promo. Uh huh. <laughs> to get myself into, into the uh, funny boy Andrew Michaels headspace. Uh, right. That's oh, not a you joke. know what? Actually, it, it just now occurs to me the the uh, the uh, periodical that I'm reading this from is in New Zealand, but the story mm-hmm. took place in Australia. So maybe across the ditch refers to the body of water between Australia and New Zealand. Not okay. the body of water between oh. Australia and the United States. Is that where the Marianas Trench? I'm going to sound like such a fucking no, idiot. Like it is not. This no. Part. Okay. No. Thank you. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to tell myself to edit this okay. out. I will not. I I said that very very uh, confidently. Now I don't know. 
Um, oh my god! If man, I am this right, is, if this I am is, right, if I'm this right, is the most this is research the I've, it, Jason, can I've you say ever that if done. I'm right about this, if I'm right about this, this is going to be the first week that this episode is flagged not safe for work, not because I say fuck so many times, uh, but because I come. Right. Um. No, it is. No, sorry. Curse you, God! It's not. Why did I refrain from pork for you? It's not far from there. Um, it's it's between uh, Japan and Papua New Guinea. Okay. If you if you can Uh, remember that, and uh, Guam, I think Guam is kind of like right above it or close to it. You know, you know what? You know what? You you want to know a fun fact about uh, Papua New Guinea, by the way, and then we should get back to the story. Uh, yeah. One thing that I've learned I would about Papua New Guinea is people from there, they do get really uncomfortable when you call it Daddy New Guinea. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't like it. So is there, all right, so we have New Guinea. Now there's Papua New Guinea. Is there like a mama old Guinea or a nephew? Is there a bride of New Guinea? <laughs> right. <laughs> bride of old Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where's that? Oh, Man. my God. I think I, this is this is good. This is gold, but I think it's going to get accidentally <laughs> racist really fast. I know. We continue. I know. No, so let's not. move on. With, yeah, let's move we're, on we're, with a white guy. Let's let's move on with a crime definitely committed by a white guy. Yeah. No. No. Uh, I will say though that um, <laughs> Broadfold Giddy is my favorite uh, Vincent Price movie. Um, so anyway. Uh, uh, Mr. Richardson at the uh, drive-thru of the Hungry Jacks after downing a uh, super pit bull. Uh, his, this is, I love this word. His tumescence was witnessed by a 16-year-old worker okay. uh, who was, quote, reduced to tears by the experience. No, that's actually really upsetting. No, I feel bad. Yeah. And, like, no, that's, obviously, yeah. like, listen, like, it's easy for us as people who didn't have to deal with this to make light of this, but I do want to shed light on the fact that customer service workers, especially women and especially teenagers and teenage girls, like do have to deal with really uncomfortable and dangerous situations for not enough money and not enough protection. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. That, that's yeah. upsetting. But what are we to do about it? Jason, go on. Right. And I have to imagine, particularly if you're working at a Hungry Jack's in Humpty Doo, in Humpty uh, Doo. Probably. Are, uh, <laughs> probably. Can, can I just say it? <laughs> I, if, you are, if you are a Hungry Jacks listener in Humpty Doo, I do comedy for you. Specifically. Yeah. I'm you know, like if we're in black. If we, if we ever um, are popular enough to justify doing a tour, we should start at the Hungry Jacks. I think the Hungry best Jack, place to start. Well, Jason, push all the tables out of the way. If we're ever popular enough to do a tour, you want to start with an intercontinental tour at the continent furthest away. Exactly right. It, the first right. tour wouldn't be like Champagne, then Denver, then like no. our guests' hometowns. No, no, we we want to spend thousands of dollars to get to make thirty-five. Not, right, not not just to get to Australia. But to get to a town of 4,000 people. <laughs> we want to go on the Australian Greyhound bus. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like, um, I, I, think that if we, I think that if we went to Humpty Doo, both of us would come back to addicted to, to Crocodile. 
I think so too. <laughs> with, with tattoos we don't remember getting, and I would, I would, I would come back. Dude. I would come back. And my wife would. I, I would come back to my, my and Marissa would be like, uh, "Hey, babe, how was your tip?" Be like, "Sorry, babe, it's uh, my name's Cobra now." Right. And and this time the lumps on your penis are not mosquito bites. <laughs> Good news, it's not dick cancer. Bad news, it's not a mosquito right. bite. Right. You got the Humpty Doo. Oh, yeah. All right, let, let's take it easy. We got to close. Uh, and, and, by and, by yep. the way, uh, I just want to, uh, I, I, we, we should get back to the story. I just think this is a good time to thank my father-in-law for listening. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No, uh, it wouldn't have for several yeah. reasons. The main thing is, is yeah. that I know I couldn't handle the temptations of Humpty Doo. Yeah, yeah, all the um, all the farriers and <laughs> exactly <laughs> so much. Um, I, uh, I think I'll... farrier is yeah. actually the job I would be worst at in the world. Sorry, go on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Uh, The um, uh, after he's arrested, uh, papers pick this up. There's some, as one would expect, uh, uh, sort of goofy headlines. Boners are better at Hungry Jacks. Uh, the local mm. paper says um, that's not a, that's not that funny. Is that you well? You know, so? maybe that may, may, maybe in Australia, maybe there's a headline. Maybe it's a marketing slogan. I'm wondering if it's something that doesn't read yeah. here. Because if the marketing slogan is "Burgers are better at Hungry Jacks," then that is funny. Yeah. That's oh, what I'm no, you're right. Cause, cause, cause I think like, that is. If it, like, like what I'm saying is, if somebody was just jerking mm. off at McDonald's and I said like right. "Boners are better at McDonald's," you'd be yeah, like, "Are you having no, a fucking stroke?" No. Uh, right. Right. You no, know, you're but, absolutely right. But yeah. it's yeah, you know, mm-hmm. here it would yeah. probably be like, uh, "Here's a way not to have it." Yeah. If I was more hack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, so anyway the judge uh you know he, he brought to trial, uh decided that the uh medication was dangerous, uh said that uh recommended that Mr. Richardson probably should have uh decided to use Uber Eats instead of going mm-hmm. through the drive thru at Hunger Jack's. Uh but he was there was no evidence that it was anything We're going sexual to like a he was trying hospital? to do. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think that's fair i mean like mm-hmm. I, I i guess the i guess there, there's two questions number one is like if i was walking around naked so like is he being he's being charged with public nudity or is he just not being charged with anything um it does not give an exact charge yeah because i can't like i can't just walk around nude and just because it's not sexual oh like, no right right well, it said it, it did say that he put a towel over it, but imagine, you know, you're you're working the uh, drive through at the uh, Hungry Jack's an experience. I'm sure we've all had and someone pulls up in their uh, uh, what Land Rover with a clearly erect and potentially bleeding penis under a towel. Even if it's covered by the towel, you're not that's not going to be the high point of your day. You know what I mean? No, it's going to be, it's going to be bad. I guess like if I saw that, I would be very, it'd be upset, but I also wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would react. Cause it's like, once again, yeah, like you, you should go to a hospital. 
the oh, whopper right. isn't going to help right. one way or another. I guess in the sense that it might stop your mm. heart and thus your blood flow. But like, that's not the way to yes. stop all of yeah. this. Um, and, and, I, I, you think, you, and, you know what uh, I bet it is? I think that he saw mm. super, he watched super, I have a theory. He watched super okay. size me. You know how in super right. size me, the guy can't get an erection anymore. Cause he eats too much McDonald's. Uh, uh sure. I, I don't remember that, uh, but I take your word yeah, for it. No, that that is true. He does specifically say he gets yeah. ED from eating too much McDonald's. Uh, sure. Would have been solved if uh, he went to Wendy's because she is uh, Wendy. Mm-hmm. If you've seen those ads recently, Wendy is a milf. Uh, no, I sorry, I want to make that joke because that is no uh, you know, right. That's that like because <laughs> no, that is a real person. No, Wendy, when uh, that is a real person. Uh, that that is not a joke. The comedians should, we co- comedians. I'm gonna leave that in to say that male comedians mm-hmm. we need need to move away from that sort of a thing. Yeah, uh, do myself better. included. Yeah. Be better. And I am yeah. doing better, Be better right now, but I'm not Be doing better, better yeah. enough to put in the marginal amount of effort required to edit a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, no, um, uh, yeah, I, no, I think, and- I, all I'm saying is that I think that he would have gotten. So it's his idea that he was going to eat. I think that he watched Super Size Me. Right. He saw that the guy got erectile dysfunction, and he thought, "I'm just going to eat fast mm-hmm. food until I can't get an erection anymore." Right, like it would counteract the super pit bull. Yeah. That no, actually makes some sense. Yeah. It does, but it doesn't enough. No, it just no. don't. Even even the judge noted, uh, probably should have went to the doctor instead of a drive through Yeah, but if you're uh, going to get food, do Uber Eats. And if you're going to get Uber Eats, don't do burgers, because that mm-hmm. doesn't keep well. Yeah. Um, he did, um, so he had a... Uh, uh, I guess the equivalent of, of uh, nine months of probation um, and apologized uh, to the 16 uh, year old that, uh, you know, had to witness this, but uh, would surely be a horrific sight. Surely horrific, but the, she's the 16 year old hungry Jack's worker in Humpty Doo. She saw 11 other bleeding penises since the trial, like before the apology between the, the dick and the apology. Well, regardless, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, sounds, uh, Humpty Doo sounds like a fascinating place. I don't know about, uh, super pit or pitbull super. Sorry. I had it. Yeah. So had it backwards, so, but yeah. So, uh, I, go. I guess a few things. Number one, yeah. uh, if you're a listener of our, if you're going to take any supplements, I don't think that Pitbull Super is the same in every market, even within Australia. I'm just going to yeah, say, I'm going to have not. to assume that Pitbull Super, I, I, I could probably print Pitbull's, Pitbull Super labels on my, right. uh, it's like when I go to, it's like when you go to the fucking smoke shop and you see quote unquote mushrooms and it's obviously not. Yeah. And you don't know what that is, right. but then you see, I could pr- print that label on Amazon, right? Uh, I'm going to say, right. uh, number one, um, don't take the Pitbull Super. Uh, no, start not. with normal Viagra. If you've never taken uh-huh. normal Viagra, start with that. Uh, right. consult your physician, of course, cause that's not mm-hmm. me. Uh, right. even though I am Jewish, I cannot be your doctor. No. Uh, learn that the number hard two, way. Number two. I'm still, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, itching. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you like still want that spleen back, by the way? Because I feel like you told me you weren't using it. Yeah, I think I'm not sure what I would do with it at this point. Because I think the jerky side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, um, the other thing is I do think, I hate to say it, but this is where I do think, I've mentioned this a few times, uh, half Jewish, half Italian, I've said this. Mm-hmm. And I do think that this is where my Jew Italian upbringing would have benefited him. Because after a full mm. family style Italian meal, you start mm-hmm. with your bruschetta, you have mm-hmm. your mozzadella and carrozza for your appetizer, for your antipasto, mm-hmm. then you have your uh, gnocchi, and then you have mm-hmm. your uh, maybe your biscotto with some espresso. Uh, there is nothing that will make you less horny. Yeah. No, I'm completely flaccid after hearing all that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I um, I think that I am the one who leaves our listeners the most flaccid. I consistently win in the polls. So. Uh, we I saw don't know if that's our, something I want to know. We saw in our listener fan poll that Natalie was the favorite guest we had in January. If you didn't vote in the listener fan poll, you can vote in all of our future listener fan polls because you're going to be doing it on, on guests on the Underworld News Tonight Tinfoil Hack Squad on Facebook. Uh mm. I also won a different poll, which wasn't published in that group, which is most flaccid-making guest voice. Host voice. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, when, when I watched the uh, uh, clips, the video clips of this, um, which I don't do anymore because I'm sitting at, like, this could not be a more amateur setup with the camera sort of looking up at me and the uh, the shitty like desk lamp illuminating uh, all the flaws in my skin. Looking at the video, buy buy the merch, buy the merch, so Jason can get a better setup. <laughs> when it, when I've seen the videos, the clips, I I feel like I portray, I have the uh, raw sexual charisma of a uh, mall Santa. <laughs> you know, there are plenty of families that have been ruined by mall Santas. I think I'm going to stop you right there. And uh, <laughs> all right, so I think, should we move uh, I on think to you the have a story? yes. I think you have a yeah. You have a um um some uh uh some uh what ET news UFO news. I I, I have some UA. Sorry, Jason. Can you use the correct term? Sorry, I want to I want to make sure we're being I'm scientific. Sorry, UAP. Here. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes, thank you for uh, holding me accountable. That is correct, Jason. Now, um, first, I have a, I actually have another question for you. I wasn't just at putting you on the spot for no reason. Uh, Please. Can you tell our audience a little bit about your job? My job? Yeah, your job. No, don't say, oh, I do, you know, your real job, uh, you know, vis-a-vis how it connects to this podcast. Oh, oh, right. I'm a, um, yeah, I'm a CIA shill. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm here uh, specifically to discredit and disbunk, disbunk, debunk uh, stories that Andrew picks out about um, UAPs, UFOs, USOs, thank UWs. You. Uh, Jason, yeah. y- y- thank you. Jason, can I ask you a second question? What does uh, yeah. Hungry Jacks and this podcast have in common? Who, boy. Uh, they're both traumatizing to be a part of nope uh you've been caught with your pants down oh shit that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> this is an article in the sun written by okay. callie pat 
Callie Patterson. Patterson, not Patterson. I'm not having a sure. stroke. Her no. name is spelled like the safest town in New Jersey, but without the R. Terror mm-hmm. from beyond. This is the headline. Terror from beyond. Uh-huh. The U.S. is not able to defend itself against alien invasion. Government admits in bombshell report. Shit. I don't understand why they keep using this term bombshell for things, by the way, because I feel like what's uh, right. inside the bomb is what's dangerous. Yeah, actually, that's a great point. <laughs> hmm. I am on fucking fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never even thought about that. Um, yes. Yeah. So this shocking revelation, I'm reading from the article now. Thank mm-hmm. you, uh, Callie. The shocking revelation follows an investigation by the Department of Defense's Office of the Inspector General, which is mm. looking into measures taken by the Defense Department and military services regarding unidentified anomalous phenomena, not unidentified aerial phenomena. We know about USOs. We know about right. uh, interdimensional travel. If you don't mm-hmm. listen to past episodes of this podcast, you'll enjoy them. Uh, yeah. The Defense Department, if you haven't stopped listening by now, uh, the Defense Department has been collecting data on and analyzing UAPs, also known as WAPs, since the 1940s. While these objects are commonly referred to as UFOs, we've covered Mm -hmm. this, they are not Mm -hmm. considered to be any object that is not immediately identifiable and can be categorized in the airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, government or industry programs, or foreign adversary systems. And in any Mm -hmm. case, Mm -hmm. we are not prepared to do a goddamn thing, according to Inspector General Robert Stork. And do you know why you Mm. should trust Mr. Stork, Jason? Uh, He has the entitled, or he has the title uh, Inspector General, which is, that's pretty, pretty awesome. That and... If you're not going to trust a stork, how the fuck are you going to be born? No. Exactly so. Yeah. As a kid, you learn that the stork brings babies. Of course, you learn as an adult that's not true because it's correct. But you learn it is true because if you piss off uh-huh. a stork as an adult, they'll take your fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend How do you think my voice uh, got like this? Yeah, do not fuck with storks. So, Mr. Stork released... The shocking report on January the 25th, last month, which highlights how the Defense Department has been lacking in its response. Given the significant Hmm. public interest in how the DOD is addressing UAPs, we are releasing this unclassified summary to be as transparent as possible with the American people about our oversight work on this important issue, said Stork in a statement. Uh, and the office okay, found so, that the main problem. Yes. Sorry. No, so, uh, so it, it it is your boss after all. So please. Yeah. Um. So so the story is saying that we're not prepared militarily. We're not for, prepared militarily. For... We're not prepared bureaucratically. We're not prepared mm-hmm. diplomatically. We're not prepared emotionally. Right. emotionally we're not prepared sure. sexually. Right. We're not no. prepared physically. Uh, mm. This is why I've been taking. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you were to walk in as unprepared as your boss into my dojo, sorry, mm-hmm. it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, my dao-jao, 
mm-hmm. it would be quite a problem. I will mm-hmm. just say that. Sure. Um, so uh, the inspector general said, so uh, specifically the watchdog found the defense department does not have a comprehensive and coordinated approach to address UAP. Mm-hmm. And it's instead okay. used very, uh, and instead has used varying processes to collect and analyze different UAP encounters. So we don't sure. necessarily mm-hmm. have a, a, you know, we don't have a one size fits. So, I mean, it's, it's honestly like, the more I do multiple things in my life, this is uh-huh. the character dropping for a minute and the real Andrew Michaels coming out. Okay. Uh, the more I do different things in my life, I kind of realize it's all the same. We're like with this podcast, like I kind of like we, a big part of this. And we, we, when we talk behind the scenes, just dropping the fucking facade for a minute is figuring out like mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't, what is our approach to figuring out what a good story sure. is? What is our approach to an episode? And we're right. still figuring it out as you guys can tell, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, and yeah. like, uh, with comedy and like with why I've actually taken up martial arts, like it ends up being mm-hmm. like the same problem that I'm dealing with, with, with both, which is like, mm-hmm. I need to breathe. I need to slow down. I need to think and not like try to run off of instinct and fear and like that. And probably in my day-to-day life. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and with this, it seems like the problem is the government doesn't have any way to, to like even analyze what do we need to do to both look at whether or not a UFO encounter is true. And if it is true, look at what that means. Right. Right. Yeah. Does does this run counter to some of the other like revelations that have been made? So we're not prepared. The government is not prepared, but simultaneously has evidence. Like it seems a little incongruous. Uh, I think the government having evidence doesn't counteract them being unprepared. I think this would counteract a lot of the more uh, explosive revelations like those of David Grush those associated right. with, you know, if you're familiar with certain alien types like the Tall Whites, which we haven't covered uh-huh. yet, but I'm really looking forward to eventually having a story that lets me talk about the Tall Whites. Um, <laughs> the uh, and I'm not just talking about one of our one of our more more uh, enthusiastic listeners, David. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> I think that. In both cases, like, I think that what what this contradicts is the idea that the government has an alien body or has aliens that are directly working for or with the government. Right. Um, mm. But I don't think it contradicts just the idea that, like, we have some form of evidence and we know they're there. Right. Um, like, think about the times in your life when you felt most incompetent about something. You know what the problem mm-hmm. is. You just have no idea of how to deal with it or even look at it and figure out a solution. Right, right. Well, yeah, and a lot of it has to do with, like, uh, the unknown. What yeah. what could we possibly do? Because it could be anything. You know what I mean? We're, we're like, gonna talk more about that, and uh, we're gonna talk we more can't. about that type of fear in another alien story that I got for today too. So stay tuned oh, for that. Good. Um, but like, yeah, no, we can't. Like, I think this idea because I think fundamentally, like, the thing that we need to immediately accept is any aliens that are here are technologically superior. And if they don't have the military technology to deal with us, it's by choice. And their civilization has probably had that and chosen not to use it. I, I can, I, I, I grant you. Yeah. I see that argument, but I don't know. Yeah. I understand there are some assumptions or they, or maybe like, or maybe just hasn't chosen to, but like it's capable of attaining it. Right. Like, if you can attain okay, interdimensional yeah, travel, you could fundamentally attain the atom bomb within weeks, right? I think I 
I mean, that feels right, but yeah. What do you think would be quicker? Uh, if an al- if aliens are here and they're doing it mm-hmm. either interdimensionally or intergalactically. Sure. And let's say they are totally peaceful and they're just here to watch. And let's say we get aggressive mm-hmm. with them. And let's right. say we get so aggressive that we decide to take it to their home turf because we think they are invading. And, they're, and let's say they're not. Okay. Do you think that it's? Do you think that in that situation, even in the and that's we would say best case scenario because that's where they're the most peaceful, right? And this is what I'm getting uh-huh. at with kind of like the core government fear. In that mm-hmm. situation, do you think it's more likely that we are able to get to them and bring the fight to their home turf before they are able to bring a nuke to us, even if they have never developed so much as a machine gun, if they have already developed I, interdimensional travel? Right. Yeah. No, I yeah I understand. I understand right? the argument. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no it, it's sure. interesting to think about, like, because I think as humans, so much of our, like, history and development, where we are today, technologically, socially, I feel like uh, conflict was a major part of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it was, a you know, the uh, the the drive to have some advantage over whoever you perceive to be your adversaries sort of really push things said technologically, socially. And I understand that. Uh, but I also wonder, you know, I guess I'm envisioning since we literally know like nothing about any sort of hypothetical, uh, hypothetical beings from other planets. If they didn't have that impulse, just, you know, evolutionarily, didn't have to have that level of competition that maybe that kind of like violence or competition is something that never occurred to them. But I, I do agree that if, if they're getting here, uh, they can bring a weapon here, even if they have zero weapons faster than we can bring a weapon to them, even though we have lots of weapons. Exactly. And I think that you also need to think about, because you're thinking about the evolutionary piece, and I do think you can probably separate the evolutionary and cultural piece in the sense that I do think that, like, Mm -hmm. right now within humanity, for instance, we have this attitude with other civilizations, right? Like, you see even, like, the U.S.'s attitude towards any other culture, any other governing type of, like, if we don't be as aggressive with them as possible, or if we don't at least be willing to be as aggressive with them as possible, right? like, that civilization will take over. But what I'm getting at, Jason, is when we look at lions now, Yes, we have trophy uh-huh. hunting and shit like that. And we can talk about the ethics of it. But the attitude yeah. is not like we need to be hunting lions left and right because they're going to attack us. The attitude is we're above that, right? So I think that like right. if, 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 if this civilization has right. evolved along the lines of like we've developed this level of travel, so we used to go to war with each other and we stopped that, you know, mm-hmm. right. a couple hundred, couple thousand years ago back in the World War One days, Civil War days, whatever, and it's sure. just focused on this. Like, sure. It's a very different argument. Uh, I mean, the rest no, of the I article goes into this, that. and I'm going to yeah. link it in, link it in the show notes because I know we are going to be over on time. I know. Um, this but I, is so I, long. I, I, I do think that it is. It is, and we have another UFO story too, so it's going to be longer. This is going to be a long episode, possibly our longest. Um, but I mean, I do think it is fascinating because I think that we do have the potential. Like, I don't. I think that any aliens that are here. I think that war is unlikely because if they wanted it, they would have had it and they would have won by the time we realize it's happening. So I think Mm -hmm. to some extent, like we do need to develop a plan for a worst case scenario. 
But mm-hmm. I think that if things escalate on the UFO front, it's going to be our fault. Yeah. You know what? I'll buy that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, I've got another UFO story coming up. Uh, we are mm-hmm. going to take a quick break. Uh, welcome back. Uh, like I said, we have more UFO stories to come. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was against the president. Um, mm. And this one is near somebody who has nearly the level of... Th- this one is aliens acting against someone who has nearly the level of masculine authority as Joe Biden. Hmm. God. Oh. Wow. Uh, this is from MSN via GB News. That is Great mm-hmm. Britain News. Mm-hmm. Okay, Britain, at this point, can I just say. Uh, yeah. yeah. British mm-hmm. people will go after us for the fucking mass shootings, and it's bad. Uh, yeah, I, it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I... Uh, mm-hmm. I hope that uh, any mass shooters listen to different podcasts. Uh, right. Because mm-hmm. I don't need to... I mean, I, th- I guess at this point it would be... I guess at this point any press is good press, but, uh, you know. Um, yeah. No, I, I... Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't really want to be... I I don't want to be, like, the the cited reason that somebody hurt somebody else. Could we, could, could people make that case for us? I feel like there was actually, mm. like, here's what I think. I think that, like, mm. our energy isn't aggressive enough. I don't think we're, no. like, I think our show no. is, like, I think people could say that, like, I think people could say their kids started cursing or, like, getting in trouble at school because of us if their kids were listening. Spotify sure. demographics tell me they are not. Uh, yeah. And, but, and, yeah, please, please don't let them. Yeah. Yeah, please don't. Well, eh. You know, well, I guess it depends. Yeah, I think I consider most of what we do. I think we need a PG sixteen category, or like a PG fifteen. Yeah, like PG fifteen or sixteen. Because I I wouldn't feel be comfortable with like a thirteen year old mm-hmm. listening to this show, but a fifteen year old listening to this show wouldn't really bother me. And yeah. all these kids today are so that. much worse yeah. than anything we did. Oh, but like, uh, right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but, but I guess yeah. I guess all of this is besides the point in an episode we're already running on. Uh, so this is from GB News, <laughs> MSN, Vibe, GB News. Yeah, GB, uh, yeah. This is a claim from a quote-unquote UFO expert, Nick Pope, okay. that NASA is quote-unquote quietly funding theological conferences amid quote-unquote demonic fears about UFOs. I... Uh, and this is mm. claimed by Nick Pope, a uh, mm-hmm. UFO expert. Uh, I actually don't okay. know a lot about Nick Pope. Um, so it. if you are, I know there are a few UFOlogy communities, Zephyr Nexus especially, where people do listen to this show. So if you do know about Nick Pope, uh, please, please let me know. I promise I yeah. will issue a caveat, whether it's he's great, mm-hmm. whether it's he's terrible, whether it's we mm-hmm. don't know the vibe. Please let me know. And right. I will issue that caveat in the next episode at the beginning, at the top yeah. of the show. Um, yeah. Nick Pope. Uh, mm-hmm. says that he believes that NASA is quote-unquote quietly funding theological conferences due to suggestions that the presence of UFOs could have something to do with demons or negative spirits. Mm. Uh, now he said this, speaking this to Patrick Christus on GB News, that NASA wants sure. to get ahead of the game. Uh-huh. Uh, and what Pope had to say about this, and I, I understand that he's probably British based on, I think Pope is a British last name, and then also GB News Great Britain. 
Uh, right. So I guess I do have to, I'm contractually obligated to represent him actually. So let me just go ahead and, uh, as you remember from my last episode, I did go to theater camp. So I, I think I could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't believe in demons myself, but as a lot of people do, and certainly the Bible talks about, these things in terms of unclean spirits. Sorry about that pause in the middle of the sentence. The phone I was reading the quote off of Blotty had the screen closed. Wow. All right. So so he doesn't believe in demons, uh, this uh, Pope? Uh, Mr. Nick Pope uh, says he doesn't believe in demons. No, sir. No, sir. Bob. Uh, right. No, Bob. But yeah. what he says is that, uh, yeah, it, it, it's very likely. Sorry. Sorry, Jason. I, I, I'm getting out of it now. We actors, when we uh, do... The Stanislavski mm-hmm. method. Stanislavski was an early method actor, um, which means he okay. developed a new way to neglect his kids. Um, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, uh, you know, we get really into characters. So it just took me a moment to dial out. Sorry, I'm just going to breathe for a minute. Sure, sure. Yeah, so no, take all the phrases. Uh, yeah, take all the time you need. Thank you. We, we certainly have tonight. Mm-hmm. Zip, zap, zop. <laughs> Zip, zap, zop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red leather, yellow leather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to not do the accent for the rest of it just because I think that I'll not be able to do it tonight. And I think that, like, uh, I think that my marriage could withstand a lot of things, but me becoming British is not one of them. Sure. Uh, yeah. Pro- there is probably, this is still Nick Pope speaking, though. There is okay. probably a faction still in both the US and the UK that thinks that some aspects of the UFO phenomenon are demonic. One of their reasons mm-hmm. for believing that is a passage in the book of Ephesians in the Bible. Uh, now, okay. Jason, I, I, Jason, I know I'm a Jew boy, so you might know more about this one than I do, because this is not in the mm-hmm. real Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. That talks about Satan uh, as being yep. the prince of the power of the air. Right. Uh, that sounds cool as fuck. That sounds like Av- Avatar it, The Last it, Airbender. It, it really sort of does, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I literally pictured Aang as I read that sentence. No, I, yes, I, yeah, totally. Um, it, it, it does sound, uh, cool as shit. Um, I actually was not familiar with that, uh, uh, what, Appalachian, uh, not, uh, not that, Appalachian. Uh, on, no, I don't think right, it's from there. Uh, Mr. No, uh, uh, I was like honorific or, or the, that title for, uh, Satan as being, oh, uh, man. what, mas- master of the power of the air. Yeah. No, oh, that's man. solid. Yeah. That, if, that, that sounds yeah. like <laughs> I'm gonna put I want to put that in my uh, email signature. Jason Strong, master, master of the of power, the power of, of the air. <laughs> right. Dota. That, I guess that explains why. That, I guess that explains why uh, at the end of the Bible, Jesus says, "My understanding." Sorry, as you know, I'm not a Christian. Uh, my understanding right. is at the end of the Bible, mm-hmm. Jesus says, "Heading out again, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Just make sure that Nickelodeon never makes an anime." Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again, this is Nick yeah. Pope. I think that it is undesi- undeniable that many of the world's great religions have in recent years started to think seriously and do some theological debate about what the consequences would be of discovering extraterrestrial life. Mm-hmm. We know that the Catholic Church, for example, has issued several statements on this. One of them said that there is no doctrinal objection to the existence of aliens because, as they put it, 
man may place no creative limits upon God. Uh, and you know, like right. I don't talk about uh, religion on the podcast because, like, I, you know, like once, like part of it is that I play mm-hmm. do you know I am partially playing a character on this show that I don't think you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jason knows me more in real life, and I think it's fair to say mm-hmm. I'm not. If I was always the way I am on this show, we probably wouldn't be friends. No, we absolutely. Uh, wouldn't. But like, 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 but you know, in I don't talk about it that way. I don't talk about it because I don't know what people's religious views are. I don't talk about it in part because I do think that like the type of comedy I do is not what, mainly because I don't think the type of comedy I do is what you guys would want to associate with a religious comedian. But I am Jewish, and I, you know, my religion is important to me. But I also I do think that kind of like my thoughts on that are kind of in line. We're like, you know, there my thoughts on being Jewish or whatever religion is like, there's a lot mm-hmm. in life that I don't understand. So if there's people on Mars, you know, uh, it's just a new sure. opportunity to learn from them too. Sure. Yeah. No. Um, and, and yeah, I think that, um, uh, his claim that, uh, different religions are thinking about this more seriously. Yeah. That, that tracks. That's definitely true. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I, I've definitely heard people talk a lot about mm-hmm. this, both this and artificial intelligence, kind of, especially both kind of at the same oh, time, yeah. really blowing up. Uh, you know, and right. and, and mm-hmm. the latter being something we talk a lot less about on this show, like uh, mm-hmm. both being things that are kind of seriously uh, looked into, like within, uh, you know, the Jewish world. And I, I I've definitely heard mm-hmm. similar things from Muslims and Buddhists and uh, Christians, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily seem like. I, I I just can't necessarily think of a way where aliens prove or disprove anything beyond like they have new religions that you need to deal right. with rhetorically. Right. Like, you know, it's a new yeah. culture and they uh-huh. probably have their own religion uh, or like lack thereof or like lack of a religious tradition at all. Uh, right. it, it probably deals with the impulse that you have to convert people. And I wonder if that's, what's kind of like hard for both of us to think about. Cause maybe. Yeah. Cause in Judaism, there's not really like in Judaism, there's no impulse to convert people right. at all. And right. then, I mean, you're not a religious person and you're also not like, a, you know, like mil- you're not one of those types of like atheists who wants everyone to stop believing no, in religion either. No, right. So no. it's kind of like, I think that if you're not from, and I think that like, you know, Catholicism is a very broad religion. Um, right. If you're not from like a religion that's really like, we need to convert whoever and they need to believe what we do and prove what we believe. Right. Uh, you know, like I, I just think, I do think that it becomes less of a problem. No, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, that's all uh, interesting. What what it makes me think of uh, when I so I went back to uh, get I enrolled in college at uh, when I was twenty five, mm-hmm. a little bit late. Uh, I went to Northern Kentucky. By the University. way, for our listeners, and once again, like maybe we are getting a bit too serious on this show because you know we're already at our longest episode, so why the fuck not? <laughs> Um, you know, if you, if you want to do a new thing, it's never too late in life. You know, I, I no. thought maybe, you know, right. I thought maybe mm-hmm. the ship had sailed. I'm becoming a comedian and I'm actually succeeding at it now because I found my voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes some time yeah. to find who you want to be. No, exactly. No, I, I, uh, I'm almost, uh, I'm in my late forties and just, uh, past summer bought a longboard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, do, so yeah, do, do whatever you want. Anyway. Um, so, uh, Northern Kentucky university in 1999, I took a philosophy class. Uh, think it's probably okay if I say his name. Uh, yeah, you no, think definitely, or, I, I don't give a uh, shit. Uh, do you respect I, him? Uh, yeah, I, I would say overall, yes, even though, 
as I'm about to go into. Do you respect him enough not to say his name? No. Um, if he's also a public intellectual, I do feel like you put yourself on the record with your positions. So exactly. like right. that that that's right. also like that's my serious answer. Yeah, if you're asking my producer answer. I yeah, thank you. Um, he uh, no really smart guy, professor uh, Doctor Robert Trundle, uh, professor of the, philosophy. The, certainly the smartest Trundle amongst there amongst the top Trundles. Um, I would have <laughs> to think. Uh, <laughs> He, um, but he was, he was, uh, very Catholic, uh, older guy. This was, yeah. um, uh, uh, being a, uh, uh, philosophy professor was like a second act. I think he was an engineer before that, uh, very Catholic, um, and a big proponent of, uh, at the time UFOs now, uh, UAPs, but, but being, I, I don't think I'm going to say that. Uh, but UAPs, um, uh, as, as being like, yes, the, there are, uh, you know, uh, uh, other intelligences and they're coming to visit Earth. Like we have the government has evidence, you know, they've been coming for decades, if not, you know, hundreds of years. Uh, and he he did in his lecture and it didn't matter what what philosophy class you took, whether it was, you know. Intro to philosophy, existentialism, uh, um, you know, symbolic logic. Every class was the same in that he would talk about how Catholicism uh, is the true religion. The biggest mm-hmm. mistake, one of the biggest mistakes humanity made was the Protestant Reformation. Of course. Uh, uh, Catholicism is the true religion and that uh-huh. the UFOs are coming down to warn us as humanity uh, that we need to return to the word of God. Uh, so I, I, there, I'm there's sorry, some can, kind can, of can like I, spiritual ambassador. Can, can I ask a counter question that you might've heard since you took several classes with this man, right? Uh, yeah, uh, please do. Why are there no like alien cardinals then? Like, I know the Vatican does allegedly have information on aliens legit, like in the archives. And I do actually right, believe right. that because they are also a world government, but like, why and it was with right, their, their right. theological yeah. like, uh-huh. if the if the aliens are explicitly Catholic, I just mm-hmm. think the church would be all over that shit and would be like, hey, why don't one of you guys become a cardinal? Because they're gonna see all they we need is alien pope, and then we right. have them. Right. Well, uh, it's not alien pope, but alien cardinal. Like one alien right. cardinal in right. the like alien in the card- college of cardinals, or a few. Yes. And you say like, sure. oh, this is like if you turned. If you've kept the Pope human, or, uh-huh. I don't want to give the Catholic Church ideas. I'm no. not trying to court yeah. Jew they, here. They uh, do not need our help. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, well, you know, uh, they, 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 always, they always blame a Jewish guy. Why, the Italians always blame a Jewish guy for something. Why don't they take our ideas sure. for once? Uh, yeah. But, like, uh, I think that the uh, Church should have keep the pope human but have Mm -hmm. a few different alien civilizations represented within the college of cardinals as the bishop of their planet but keep them a Mm -hmm. significant minority within the college of cardinals enough that you could officially claim that the college of cardinals is an anthropocentric intergalactic senate Mm -hmm. and then effectively for propaganda purposes you have them Mm -hmm. Um, 
I've not. I'm so I'm not Doctor Trundle, um, even though I I took numerous classes because, frankly, once you got his bullshit down, like you could, you knew you were gonna get an A. You were said it was always the same him. shit. That, that, that shows me yeah. how much you respect him. <laughs> I'm glad we clarified um, you respect him. Right. Um, I believe his answer would be that uh, um, uh, two parts. Uh, the first is that the Vatican probably already does that, but not publicly. And they don't do it publicly because there is a deliberate uh, cover-up by the U.S. Go- well, world governments, because they don't want they don't want uh, the populations to know that Catholicism as being proselytized by these uh, aliens All right, is so, so, real so, 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 because so, then so, they'll lose I, control I, over people. Can, can, I, can I ask a follow-up follow-up question? I wish you would. So Catholicism is the <clears throat> one true, true religion. Right. According to Dr. And the Trundle. Pro- and and, and the proof. Yes, according to Dr. Trundle. Uh, like yeah. I said, Not me. Not uh, me. I'm Jewish. Yeah. I'm Jewish. That's why right. I chose mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, yes. was either that or become a doctor and I've got mm-hmm. shaky hands. Uh, yeah. so, uh, Catholicism is the one true religion. And right. the proof of that is that the Catholic church is publicly lying. No. Um, that, so the proof of that, uh, this is well beyond the scope of this. <laughs> that yes. there, there are other, the proofs of that are the, Similar sort of the similar the same bank of proof that most devout Christians use. So things like someone had to create the universe. You know, there's order instead of chaos. There okay, was, you so know, like literally philosophy from the year like eleven hundred. Exactly. Yeah. No. Exactly right. Like like uh, uh, Christian apologia uh, circa or, or via. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, like Roman time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, it's Man. very much um, most of contemporary philosophy, at least in, you know, sort of the secular academic system in- is well past all of that. But there are still there are still holdouts. You know, there are I mean, certainly like your Catholic Catholic thinkers and Christian thinkers would. But, but like, I mean, like the, on the, that, but. But, but like the Jesuits <laughs> are beyond that, and I feel I mean like they're definitely yeah. like, at uh-huh. least so like at least yeah. for me it's like yeah. like once again like within Judaism like there are definitely people like especially in the more like fundamentalist world that right. think like that, but then also like you know, yeah. like I, there yeah. are definitely people who don't think like that, and like yes. I mean, I, we, yeah. we don't need to get into the God question. What I no. think Nicholas right. Pope thinks, getting back to the mm-hmm. UFO question, getting back to things yeah. that are definitely real. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Is that um, the U.S. government basically is funding these conferences to deal with a lot of these religious fears? So that sure. once you have these conferences, it becomes less of a panic when you do eventually Absolutely. have to have disclosure. Um, and I think we've talked about sort of the difference between controlled and catastrophic disclosure, right? Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So for our audience, controlled disclosure is the government doing a release of things at their pace mm-hmm. that they feel the mm-hmm. government can handle. That it's obviously a pretty broad spectrum catastrophic disclosure is information that's destabilizing the most extreme version Mm -hmm. of catastrophic disclosure is we find out about aliens during the invasion is like the most extreme version of catastrophic disclosure a less extreme version of that is we find out about aliens and the catholic church folds because they have no way to deal with it 
or mm-hmm. not even Catholic church, but like your personal church folds is a much less mm-hmm. extreme version of that. Whether you're Catholic right. or Protestant or your synagogue or your mosque or your temple or whatever, your Buddhist temple or whatever the fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the idea I think that Nicholas Pope is talking about, at least my understanding, you know, from a cursory read of the article is that mm-hmm. when you go public with certain types of information, um, there are consequences. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, now there has, now obviously it, it is noted that there is still division about whether or not the evidence we've seen of UFOs or UAPs actually accounts for extraterrestrial life. The other two sure. major possibilities, I mean, I guess the other possibilities being unexplained natural phenomena, uh, mm-hmm. adversary military technology or extra dimensional life. Um, right. You know, I think I've talked or, about on this no. show before that genuinely yeah. I do think that like, even though extraterrestrial and extra dimensional seem the least likely at the outset, I actually think they're the most likely the more you think about it. And mm-hmm. it's not just because I smoke weed before this show. It's also right. because, uh, and during, yeah. and during uh, mm-hmm. it's also because in my opinion, if it was foreign military technology, we'd have found out the hard way because we mm-hmm. have shown every other country, our technology, the hard way. Um, and Mm -hmm. unexplained natural phenomena. I think that a lot of this stuff, you know, when it's been unexplained natural phenomena, I think we figured it out. And a lot of these cases do seem to be beyond that. Um, and I also Mm -hmm. think people know what balloons are is the other explanation that you see bandied about a bot. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, so, so they go on to the different hypotheses in this article. I'm not necessarily going to go mm-hmm. into it now because we're over on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that, the, you know, sort of the core question of, uh, you know, what does any form of UAP disclosure, if we're talking about extraterrestrial or even extra dimensional uh, mm-hmm. beings mean for religion, I think is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, no, I totally know, agree. But, 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 but I don't think that like, like, I, I think it's a combination of, like, people can adjust their knowledge and they can adjust their beliefs. I don't think that, you, you know, unless, unless an extra-dimensional being is outright coming and be... I can see extra-dimensional actually being more catastrophic than extraterrestrial mm-hmm. because, you know, like, an extra-dimensional being potentially could have access to a level of knowledge that we wouldn't know. Um, but even right. then, I just and, think people uh, really uh, underestimate the ability of people and institutions to both adjust their beliefs and adjust their rhetoric and right. then and uh, and, yeah. To, yeah, and, 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 and in, in the absence of all of that to deny entirely um yeah. you know so i i think i could see it becoming a problem within you know sort of the various fundamentalist interpretations of religion but um you know i, th- I think religion's a lot more sure. is a lot more about these sort of like hard epistemic god claims and i think it ends up being a lot more about culture and narrative and the ability mm-hmm. to find the stories to p- fall back on and all that so yeah no, I agree. Yeah. No, but it's yeah, it's still interesting. I'm yeah. I'm I'm I'd be uh curious to hear uh any sort of like theological perspectives on totally the existence yeah. of ex, uh extraterrestrial intelligences. Yeah, underworldnews tonight at gmail.com that's squared uh, with, or yeah. our email or the uh question reply on Spotify, please. Yeah. No, thanks. Right now we yeah, say that, we that, have a Spotify question. Cool. I think I said something else as a joke, but maybe we could do uh, that instead. Yeah, I don't remember what you said. So, uh, it probably has yeah, something yeah. to do with that guy's dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't answer a question about that guy. I get, get, either tell me about uh, extraterrestrials and God or whatever the fuck I asked about that guy's dick. I forget. <laughs>
Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Now, Jason, I, I, I know we've been really brief today, uh, but, you know, I, and we'd love to spend more time with the audience. But uh, if you could just take us home, maybe on some uh, yeah. on, 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 a, on a lighter note than uh, than bleeding <laughs> dicks at Hungry Jacks, uh, alien invasions and uh, Martians v. God. Yeah. Uh, let me regale you with a tale of uh, suspected. International espionage. Uh, this story, uh, I'm pulling this story from the Times of India. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, seen this going around. Suspected Chinese spy pigeon released after eight months. Mumbai police. Mm. Uh, byline. Uh, wait, is it byline? When it gives it, it says Mumbai. That, no, that's not. Uh, the I byline. think the what byline is, is the. Writer. It's like the, the byline is like who wrote it. Yeah, so right. so that would be the uh, subheading. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Mumbai. Yeah, uh, pigeon suspected to have been used uh, for spying by China, uh, released by the by, uh, sec- sorry, by, Sakarbai Dinhua Petit Hospital for Animals in Mumbai. When you when we're uh, pronouncing the, the the words from other cultures, Jason, we just gotta go in confident and hope they don't say anything. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> All right, because I well, think I'm usually more, wrong, so. but the the audience doesn't yeah. call me out yeah, because I, I don't yeah. come in like I don't know. I just go right. like it's uh no, Jimmy John's, you're right. and they're like, yeah, no, it's called right. the Taj Mahal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Taj Mahal was I mean, the first well, Jimmy John's. <laughs> two and one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be really weird. Um, anyway, the bird was caught eight months ago uh, by the Purpow Jetty in uh, uh, suburban timber by the RCF, which is the Rashtriya Chemicals and Fertilizers Police. Now, what a cool name for a police force. Okay, so Chemicals that is a very cool name. That is a very... I'm sorry, Jason... <laughs> That is the least cool name for a police force, number one. Number two, uh, can I offer an additional constructive criticism? So these Uh, are the chemicals and fertilizers police, right? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they arrested a bird. They caught a pigeon. That's correct. Uh, So I'm not a scientist, as we discussed when we talked about windchill. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, Is a bird a chemical or a fertilizer? Underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. You know, I think in a very broad sense, it's both. It is composed of chemicals and ultimately becomes a fertilizer. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> but no, ah, it, does, it, it does not detail the uh, circumstances of the pigeon's apprehension by the uh, chemical and fertilizer police. Uh, but uh, the, the uh, pigeon had two rings. Uh, one made of copper and another made of aluminum tied to its leg. There were messages written in a, as per the article, Chinese-like script on the underside of both wings. Uh, So this seems like if this was a spy pigeon, it's not doing a great job of, you know, blending in. Yeah. Like maybe it should have went without the, uh, uh, the writing. Well, I, th- I think that the point is that they're the of a spy pigeon is that they deliver a message to somebody. 
So like you know because because it's not like the, the pigeon's not gonna fucking oh, tell you what it's no so so it's yeah. either I I think I think right. now it probably they probably carry some sort of like I don't know a fucking goat like a smaller version of a camera or something but oh, right oh, or, spy yeah. pigeon spy pigeon listeners let us know um and thank you yeah, for your please. service yeah uh, yeah thank you but uh and I stand up for you yeah you know what I will anyway too. spy pigeons thank you. Good on you. Um, yeah. Uh, so, article goes on to say uh, the police, again, uh, chemical and fertilizer police, you do not want to, want to run afoul of those guys. Uh, they registered a case of spying against the bird. So, they actually filed charges uh, on this bird. Um, again, the bird was housed for eight months um, at the uh, uh, veterinary facility that I'm not going to attempt to pronounce again. No, and, go oh, for it. Jason, 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 Jason. The, uh, the bird was housed. Uh, again, the bird was um, incarcerated at the uh, Bai Sakar Bai Dinshaw Petit Hospital for Animals in Mumbai. Um, um, that, that- now, do, okay, um, I'll go ahead and wrap it up, uh, uh, finish up the uh, uh, story, and then we can. Uh, I have some thoughts. I'm glad. I'm glad that it went. I'm glad that the pi- the uh, pigeon went to the animal hospital, though, to be incarcerated, though, and didn't go to animal no, prison that is, and have to yes. be and have to be next to like yes. a uh, iguana rapist. Right, right. Uh, see, that's the problem, right? Is you have these low level offenders. You know, yes. you're 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 shoplifting raccoons. Uh, your um, your foxes that committed vandalism, and <laughs> yeah, they get falsely up. accused spy pigeons, right? And then you get locked up, and you're with a moose accused of manslaughter. Yeah, I know. You know, of, of rape and murder. No, and, man, all right, yeah, yeah. Man, no, is not, not that bad. bad. Manslaughter is an accident. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Manslaughter sounds worse than this. Manslaughter <laughs> is the crime that, that uh, George Costanza yeah. would commit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the pigeon was incarcerated during the, uh, eight months, which eight months seems like a crazy long amount of time to investigate a pigeon. I, I'm pr- isn't like, that like, like 90% of their life? Right. Like this pigeon, this, pr- this pigeon probably spent the equivalent of, uh, 20 years in prison. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's like people, that's like the fuck, this is like the fucking pigeon version of the West Memphis three. Right, yeah, that is unacceptable. I I don't know the Indian um, justice system, though. Uh, But anyway, ultimately, uh, the uh, pigeon was exonerated. Turns out uh, the pigeon was participating in a racing event in Taiwan and had accidentally flown to India and then, again, was nabbed by the chemical and fertilizer Jason, I, I, think, I think this this is a good time, actually, um, just for our audience to know, because it was accused of being a Chinese spy pigeon, and this was a racing event in Taiwan. Uh, can we right. briefly explain the Taiwanese independence movement and the geopolitical sp- dispute over China, over Taiwan uh, vis-a-vis mm-hmm. China, and sort of where we might stand on that as hosts in a show? Uh, no, we can't. We can't okay. do that briefly. Okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> move on. Um. But anyone with like anyone with a uh, uh, cursory understanding of uh, geography, how was a racing pigeon in Taiwan in India? I, well, I Birds guess it doesn't fast. say where they're Birds racing. Birds are fucking fast. Well, right, but but I guess I don't know where they're racing to. 
was it like a pigeon version of the cannonball run? Like they're, you know, they have 24 hours. The, the, the thing hours is, once, to... once, once a fucking racing pigeon gets off course, where are you going to be like, turn around? Oh, oh, he's fucking God, isn't he? Well, I don't know. That, don't the pigeons have like famously like a great sense of direction? That's why they were used for. Yeah, if they fucking want to come back. Well, I yeah, guess but that's if, true. If they go, yeah, if it, you know, th- th- those were patriotic pigeons. I guess that's true. Um, yeah. N- now I'm picturing. Now I'm picturing a story. Or of they were a, fucking a uh, Nazi's wife. Well, well, I'm picturing. So this pigeon, growing up in Taiwan, uh, parents really lean on the pigeon. You're going to be a racing pigeon, goddammit. You know, uh, your your father was a racing pigeon. Grandfather, his father. You know, it, it, it's tradition. It's honor. It's in your blood. Pigeon does not want to do it. Uh, pigeon mm-hmm. wants to be, I don't know, uh, uh, a chef. Uh, so the race starts, the pigeon hightails it to India to get the fuck away from his family. Okay. And that, that's, that's the story behind this. I, I don't know. That's what pops in my head. That, that, that's a much better idea than my last movie pitch. <laughs> what was your last movie pitch? Oppenheimer babies. Actually, that sounds really good. Are they, are they puppets or? Uh, no, it's it. They are actual. Uh, they are actual human babies. We do teach to act. Oh wow! Yeah. Hmm. Um. And uh, uh, as you said, this does actually end on a happy note. Uh, Bird's medical condition was reported to be in good health, and the uh, pigeon was released. That's good. So, yeah, man. I uh, so can I? You know, I hate to malign this pigeon that was recently, perhaps falsely incarcerated. Sure. Um, can I wildly? Uh, can I wildly and irresponsibly speculate on the personal life of this pigeon uh, in a way would. that would potentially cause it private harm? Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Sure. Lance Arm, so Lance Armstrong, right? Uh, right. Famous cyclist. Yeah. Uh, famous testicle loss survivor, which is why he's one of your uh-huh. personal heroes, my, is my understanding. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I do apologize right. for that podcasting accident again. Um, right. Famous uh, for his yeah. bracelets as well, right? Uh, yeah. But then a bit of a scandal, hmm. right? Uh, this pigeon. Mm-hmm. What did he have on again that got him arrested? Uh, copper and aluminum uh, uh, rings. Uh, aluminum rings around what? It said tied to his leg. Tied to his leg in a sort of bracelet-like mm-hmm. fashion, maybe? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Yeah. I think hmm. he, this this might have been. We think I think there's a pigeon dopling that if the chemical and fertilizer police were the bird and steroid police and they had handed it over to the proper department, mm. could mm-hmm. have been dealt with. That's all I'm saying. Could be, or it could be that um, again the sort of theory I'm developing here, the picture that's coming together, is that uh, the animals are rising up against us and. 
Well, how, this, how is this animal rising the, us against us? It just flew into the, India and got arrested and then left and didn't fight back. It, the pigeon was, in fact, a spy, but not a spy for a human nation. It was a spy for the pigeon nation. So you think the pigeons speak a modified version of Han Chinese? Uh, well, I mean, the, he was undercover as a racing pigeon. So he's undercover so as a racing pigeon, pigeon as a spy I think the, for the pigeons. Yes, I think the, so, I think pigeons speak pigeon. Uh, oh, okay. But he was in <laughs> Taiwan, and so that's you know as being undercover. So so you know if I'm being if I'm uh, going to go undercover uh, as one does um, in France, you know I, you may find me with like French logos, or if I'm carrying documents, they're in French, but that doesn't mean. I chose that language or I, that's you know true. what I mean? I mean, I mean, well, well, I mean, I mean, they do teach you it in your, you know, sort of, I mean, I know you pick up, I mean, that's kind of how you got your job. Uh, right. Right. I, I guess CIA. Jason has, Jason has a theory and to any of our pigeon spy listeners seeking the overthrow of mankind for your avian civilization, might I just say squawk, squawk. Squawk indeed. Yeah. Anyway, Solidarity. thank you guys. So, so much for listening. Uh, if you yeah. enjoy this show, follow us or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We should be everywhere. Mm-hmm. If we're not where you listen to your podcast, how the fuck are you listening to us? But if you are actually listening to us somewhere inconvenient, please let us know. Tonight at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. I personally, Andrew Michaels, will get back to you and try to get us there unless it's like, uh, you know, unless there's some reason that I can't. Uh, in which case, I will tell you that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, second thing is, please, 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 please buy our merch. By the time the show mm-hmm. is up, we're going to have that ready. Um, yep. So, you know, be on that first list. We're looking forward to hearing your thoughts. And if you have bought the merch, if you do buy the merch and you, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I, everything I've looked at, it seems like it's mm-hmm. pretty good. But if for whatever reason you do end up buying the merch and you're not happy with it, tonight at gmail.com, let us know. Uh, you know, we will be... Uh, happy to help you out because like i said we're new at this and just like mm-hmm. whether it's an episode of the show or a piece of merchandise we want to put out the best piece the best quality possible mm-hmm. um jason should people follow you on instagram i think you have an instagram right where yeah, you do, do all sorts uh, of fun little art projects yeah it's been a yeah um uh jason v strong and uh you're getting into uh some some creative endeavors you're you're on instagram stand up right yeah i am getting back into stand up comedy i have i'm trying to post two or three clips a week from 5 minute sets uh, you can find those at andrew michaels 95 on instagram or andrew michaels comedy on tiktok uh, and if you live in central illinois and you want to see my 5 minute sets in their entirety including watching the jokes that don't work that i don't post mm-hmm. And why uh, would you? You're you're in central Illinois. It's not like there's a whole lot else to do. There, there is, trust me, there's not a whole lot else to do. You know mm-hmm. what? Come to the Space in Urbana on Tuesday nights mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. I'm there mm-hmm. most weeks. I try to write a lot and workshop a lot, uh, you know, because I kind of mm-hmm. think that's the key to doing all this. So yeah. uh, come, you know, if you listen to the show and you want to talk to me, please do, because I would love to, uh, you know, get to know you. Um, what else do we have to talk about, Jason? Do we have anything else to talk about? We talked about they should follow the show. 
Oh, answer Follow. any of the questions. questions. Uh, buy the merch. If you uh, share the show and tag mm-hmm. us or email us, just do something that we know you did it. Uh, if yeah. you know us personally, you let us know personally. Uh, you right. might be able to win a free hat, so let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you, if you like it, uh, tell others, you know, at gunpoint if necessary. Exactly. No, at, at gunpoint mm-hmm. preferably. Um, yeah. But then you got to sit there with the gun held out mm-hmm. to li- so they listen to the whole episode. So do like arm yeah, extension kinda, exercises right. to make sure you keep yeah. it hard. Because once your hand starts shaking, right. you know, I mean, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, right. It, it yeah. takes a lot, to, especially with today, the longest episode. Uh, it does take a lot to uh, hold the gun the whole time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, I, I know what you guys are thinking, by the way. Oh, this was the longest episode. I wasted my time listening to it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry I about that, Jason. That do you know? Do you yeah. know why they don't need to worry about that? Uh, I'll bet you're going to you tell me. Because I think I could. It is. I think I could. It guess. is. Get this. Get this. Other than right now. It is all phantom time, but right now. It's all it's all phantom time, but right now. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks.